get so nervous with podcasts. That it doesn't record. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it's not like a four-minute thing. It's We're hanging out for quite a while. Yeah. And at the end, I'm like, oh, yep, stuff that up. Yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me just test these levels. I think that's about 15 seconds. That Perfect. was long. <laughs> Seems so long when you're just waiting. <laughs> so, and then it's that awkward, like, where, where do I look? Yeah. I, I found that. I got my haircut again, like my annual haircut. Yeah, the other day. <laughs> I never get haircuts because I wear hats. Yeah, yeah I, I find it a hassle. It is. It's so painful. But when you're sitting in the chair staring at yourself, and like, it's, it's awful, most, isn't it? It's so awkward. Yeah. yeah, you just start picking up floors, and you're like, "Oh, I didn't didn't know I looked yeah. like that." I'm just gonna yeah. look at my shoes. <laughs> I've never been that person who's like, oh, I'm getting wrinkles and stuff. But when you're in a hairdresser's, which is usually pretty shitty light, yeah, and you're just yeah. like, where did that wrinkle come yeah, from? Yeah, and you've got wet hair, and it's just never. It's just the whole thing is not a good look. No, but oh well. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be done, like you say, annually. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and I just like that at the very end because I'm the one that walks in and goes, just do whatever. Just it needs to still be able to get tied up in a ponytail or whatever. Yeah, and the rest I don't care. Yeah. Um. But you can't see the masterpiece until the very, very end. You just don't know what's happening. It's worrying. Yeah, it is. Um, I for that reason always go in and say just just a few inches off the bottom because I always want to have I want to have long hair because yeah. there's not you know a lot of things that aren't very feminine about what we do. Your hair's always thrown up, so I like to have the option of wearing it down and yeah, um, being able to look relatively nice. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good point. I've never gone in and said just do what you want, take it all off. <laughs> That would scare me. <laughs> I, I would love to have, um, I was going to say to have the balls, but on a women's podcast, that's probably not the right The right phrase. team to say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. You know so, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The guts. I'd love guts. to have the guts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to just go do something crazy. Just yeah. let's see what happens. Me too. I'd love to done. diet or something, but I'm not, I'm not ballsy enough. Again, yeah. probably shouldn't use that word. I'm not gutsy enough. <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with a different phrase. That's yes. my goal. Okay. For 2018, it can be the wits up catchphrase. At the end. That's a good goal. Uh, yeah. You've got a few months to think about it. Dream big. Yeah. You know. <laughs> We've been talking for about two minutes and I haven't even introduced oh, who you are. Sorry. Do you know this is actually, why are you apologizing? That's not your <laughs> job. <laughs> sorry, I should have butted in and told everyone who I am. Yeah. Um, for all the listeners, this is Non Stanford. Hi. Hello. We're imagining people <laughs> clapping. Yeah. Wrong obviously. <laughs> totally. People have pulled over in their car to yeah, clap. Yeah. Rapture's applause. <laughs> Um, now you popped into my mind the other day because I published Vicky's podcast. Ah, okay. Yeah. And you guys love a chat. Yeah, we do. We talk a lot. You do. Saying that the other day, I text Vicky and, um, it was an essay (laughs) and even she texted me back and was like, wow, that took me about two hours to read. And I've been thinking about the reply for the last 48. So... (laughs) And that's coming from me. So, yeah, we tend to, like, now we don't live together. We don't see each other every day. Um, yeah. Tend to write each other essays about probably trivial stuff that you just, you know, day-to-day stuff that we used to be able to share, but now we can't. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even when not face-to-face, we can't shut us up. So. Yeah, I love it. But And I, I brought this up in the podcast I did with her, that 
the first time I met you. Do you remember the first time that we met? No, I don't. Oh, she did. did so she? she's my favourite. Okay. <laughs> Hang my head in shame. <laughs> um, no, it was at Hamburg a few years ago, a couple of years ago, 2015, I think. Ah, uh, okay. And, and we probably were going at it, probably. Man, I interviewed you at the same time. <laughs> Big mistake. Uh, no, not not a big mistake. Yeah. It's actually a great thing. But if I ever actually wanted to say anything, it was a big mistake. <laughs> I think I asked I you. I remember this. Now. I think I asked you one question, and then it was you guys just took over. Took, yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a few people have made that mistake. Um, I don't know if you guys over here know who Ant and Deck are, but they're oh, basically yes. like chat show yeah. um, hosts, presenters. So me and Vicky, I think, have ambitions of being the next Ant and Deck. Because I like you know. that, but then I don't think you know if we were presenting something, we'd never get around to actually talking about what was happening. We'd just be chatting. So <laughs> to actually um, presenting yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Don't worry about them; <laughs> they're singing or something. Uh, <laughs> actually, if you were going to be hosts of a TV show, what would it be? Like, what would be your ideal TV show to be co-hosts? Uh, Sports Personality of the Year. It is a massive deal at home. Yeah, um, right. Run by the BBC. Uh, and we both absolutely love it. We go every year in the audience. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of just one of those events that sort of everyone looks forward to, highlight of the year, and to be able to present that would be amazing. But they're pretty big shoes to fill. So Yeah, right. Uh, you've got Gary Lineker, um, who's a massive footballer, if you don't know. I, I did look <laughs> at you quite blankly. Yeah. Claire Balding, who is basically presents everything in sport across um across the BBC and Gabby Logan who also presents everything sport across the BBC so yeah we're gonna have to step up the game but that is our that is the ambition to one day host spotty together and spotty yeah sports personality of of the year yeah yeah okay yeah yeah. it's only relevant I guess British people but for us it'd be really cool so is that UK wide like that's for any who, who can qualify for this? Uh, you can qualify if you're from England, Wales, Scotland, or Northern Ireland. Okay. Um, so, yeah, anywhere that the BBC reaches to. But there is yeah. an, like an overseas um, award every year. So yeah. um, Usain Bolt, obviously, has won it. Roger Federer. Um, many, many big sporting names. And they often just telephone in. They don't bother, bother <laughs> coming, which is a shame. But Alistair was runner-up last year. Alistair Bramley was oh, runner Alistair. up in yeah, the yeah. overall one, which is a massive coup for triathlon. Yeah, definitely. So um, I think, I can't remember who won, but it's normally Andy Murray wins most years. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's he's a pretty big deal in the UK. Yeah, My celebrity knowledge is really bad. Really? That's where Vicky would back me at well, because she's got really good celebrity knowledge. Just right. general knowledge, actually. Vicky's very good. If you really? Ask, ask her any triathlon question about who won Hamburg in... Oh, two, if it even existed then. Yeah. And she would tell you. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, right. Her, she just has a photographic memory or something. And Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember how I did in Hamburg two years ago, so. <laughs> I, don't know, I remember you being pretty happy. I can't remember either. But you, I think you did okay. What, you? Is it two years no, ago? No, I think you guys, maybe it was your first race since you're both injured or something. Yeah, I think for me, it might have been my first one. I think Vicky was second and I was third. Yeah, okay. I had, yeah. I had a sprint finish with Sarah True. Ah, uh, okay. So, yep. 
Um, yeah, I do remember it. I don't yeah. lie. <laughs> there you go. You just needed a little bit of prompting. Just need a bit of prompting, yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm not going to ask you any general knowledge questions. No. Or maybe I should for a while. Maybe should, just to see how <laughs> shockingly bad I would be. But <laughs> yeah. Vicky gave me a good geography lesson when I – because I interviewed her when I was at um, – when I was in Bath ah, in okay. July and we were at Susie Cheatham's house. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we sat down with a drink. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Susie actually, I used to run against Susie when we were kids. Yes, you tweeted a photo yeah, or something recently. Yeah, I did recently. after Kona because she yeah. did so well at Kona. Yeah. And it's just interesting to see how many people I've grown up running against are now doing triathlon. So Emma Pallant is another one. I've known oh, yeah. Emma since we were about 13. Yeah. Um race against her on track, cross country, being on teams with her and, and yeah, same with Susie. Susie was a few years older than us, but yeah. we crossed over a couple of times. So yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's it's cool to see how people have transitioned over and I think a lot of kids use you know, you swim as kids, don't you? And use that fitness to, to get you by with running and stuff as well. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's uh definitely a good talent pathway yeah, for right. people into triathlon. If you weren't doing triathlon out of the three sports, what would you focus on when you're younger and now now um I guess I started off swimming yeah uh, so I was in swimming club from the age of about eight to 14 15 and then I started focusing on running because that was going quite well and uh, I think I just got a bit bored of swimming by that point yeah um so I was running and I loved running and only really I mean I could ride a bike but I only started riding a bike when I started triathlon when I was 19. Yeah. So I really love the bike, but I just don't, I don't know how good I would be at it. I like it's a social sport. Yeah, okay. Um, but running rides. is sort of where I've come from. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, coffee rides. When I retire, I'm going to be queen of coffee rides. <laughs> I'll be like, hour out, coffee, hour back, done. <laughs> and coffee at the end. And coffee at the end, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could even have multiple stops on this two-hour route, I think. So, nice. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like that. I've actually wanted to do that in Melbourne, do a ride, which is, yeah, it's not for fitness. Yeah. But go from some of the best cafes around Melbourne. And, yeah. But then I was like, you'd be off your head because you'd be, be buzzing. So you'd have to go for some cafe. decaf at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Australia is so good for cafes. Yeah. It's just, it's what the UK is lacking, that yeah. and weather. But <laughs> the culture over here for for, for coffee and cafes is, oh, it's brilliant. I love it. You yeah. can't go anywhere without there being a, a really cool independent yeah. place. This needs to come over to the UK a bit more. It's happening slowly, but yeah. a bit too slowly. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think London's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then it needs to branch out. It right? needs to yeah. expand. In, yeah. in Leeds where we are, we've got a couple, one or two now that have sort of sprung up, but yeah. um, it's not like here at every corner. Yeah, there's somewhere cool to go for for brunch or coffee or stuff. So yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Then we can really do that coffee ride in the UK as well. Yeah, so I'll yeah. join you for that. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah, when it happens. Yeah, when I was actually in London again on that whole trip when I was did Europe and everything. I say Europe and everything, and I mean Europe and the UK because I never know if we separate them or. I, I just, yeah, well, I yeah, it's funny. Obviously, we are in Europe. Like we do the European champs and stuff. Yeah, but. When I talk about Europe, I class us as separate. We're not mainland. Yeah. yeah. So, and we don't wear, you know, they have an interesting fashion sense in Europe. <laughs> yeah. So different to ours anyway. So yes. I class us as separate, purely based on fashion trends. <laughs> okay. I love that. Fashion trends from a person who spends the majority of her life in Lycra. Yeah. I have yeah. no fashion sense whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, when I was in London, actually, and when I was in New York last year, we were just chatting about that earlier. I just Google Australian cafes. Oh, really? I will hunt them down. Yeah. Because I just can't start the day without a decent coffee. Good coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. America's probably the worst for coffee, though. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It's yeah. that filter stuff. Oh, it's I can't do it. Cannot do it. No. Not yeah. now, especially that I spent so much time in Oz and you just get good coffee all the time. Yeah. And then yeah. you go over there and you're like... No. It's painful. I don't, I don't know why. They've got the, the weather and the accessibility for the for the good cafe culture, but... Nah. Nah. Just doesn't... Hasn't nah. transpired yet. No. Yeah. Anyway. You need to spread the Aussie seed. Yes. <laughs> <That's>, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that at all. <laughs> this podcast has gone south quite quickly. <laughs> the coffee bean. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about Australia. Why are you in Australia? Uh, I'm in Australia because of Aaron Royal. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, Who is to you? Because this is all about women in triathlon, so none of our followers know no, even know who he is. Yeah, no. Um, he is my boyfriend. Yeah, uh, and we met via triathlon. Yeah, uh, he also races World Triathlon Series. So met through through that. Really, um, was it at an after party? Uh, I think we actually sort of got to know... Yeah, it probably was. Let's <laughs> not lie about it. No, I think we got to know each other over the years and yeah, yeah. Um, became quite good friends and sort of went from there, really. I'm sure it was an after party that it all kicked off, but... Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like a bit of alcohol for persuasion. Yep. Um, How long have you but, been together for now? Uh, it'll be coming up to two years. Just oh, under okay. two years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah, start of 2016 yeah so uh where i finally convinced him that <laughs> it was all worth it yeah. <laughs> um but then i guess for 2016 we spent a lot of the time apart because we were in different training camps and preparing yeah. for, the, for the games so um uh, does that count maybe that means that he'll support some extra time because we didn't have to endure each other every day for, <laughs> for that one year <laughs> He's probably having regrets now he has to see me every day. But. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. You guys look like you have a lot of fun together. Yeah, no, we're really lucky. I think with our lifestyles, it's so easy, so much easier when you've got someone that's doing the same thing and completely yeah. understands and, um, you know, gets the weird hours and the uh, weird habits that you have, I guess, <laughs> in triathlon. So. I was going to say weird behaviours. Yeah, 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 that's right. So he gets it and, yeah, no, it's good fun. And it's great because we can split our time between Australia and the UK. So yeah. kind of best of both worlds at the minute. Um, yeah. Because neither of us are massively tied. Yeah. Um, so at the minute we're sort of doing four months in Australia, like September through to December, and then the rest of the time in the UK. Yeah. Because um, we're both based out of Leeds Triathlon Centre. Yeah. Um, so our training squad's there and all our coaches and staff are there now. And obviously in your winter, in the Aussie winter and our summer, most of the racing is in and around Europe anyway. So, yeah, of course. Uh, most of the Aussies come and base themselves over that side of the world. So yeah. it's working out quite well at the minute, actually. That's good. Yeah. yeah. At the minute. No. At the minute. <laughs> You're like, good. wait for it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Until we have to make a decision, I guess, on yeah. where to to set up shop. Yeah. But I feel like that's a really grown up decision to make, so. Don't grow up too quick. Yeah, no. How, how old are you? 28. Oh, you are. Yeah. And he's Whatever. 27, so that buys me an extra year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> heaps of time. 
Keep living the good life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Make the most of it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, because there is a there's a time limit on that kind of lifestyle for sure. So Absolutely, yeah, yes. don't take that for granted yeah. at all. It's got yeah, a shelf yeah. life and yeah. I think you've sometimes got to remind yourself of that and not take it for granted. And yeah. um obviously like you have tough days, but every every job does and um the perks of our job I like to think are pretty uh, superior compared to the perks of other jobs. So yeah, yeah, I can't complain. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought much about life post triathlon? Uh, yes, I have. I guess I think I feel like it's one of those things that you need to prepare yourself for. Yeah, uh, you hear of a lot of people just sort of stopping and not having a clue what they want to do. Yeah, scary. Um, so I like to sort of you know start having a, an idea of what I, what direction I want to take my life. And at the minute, I've sort of planning to get to 2020 yeah um and I have no plans after that in terms of whether I will continue or not yeah right um so I need to I guess start getting um you know just have a bit of an idea of what I want to do and I love working in the media actually so I've done yeah, a lot right. of work with the BBC with radio TV uh commentating yeah um I've been really fortunate to get some great opportunities yeah um so I guess like yeah my idea is to stop sort of putting my foot in the door and cool. um sort of working out what I enjoy doing there and yeah um I really enjoy writing so journalism as well is something that I'm quite interested in so really yeah all right good to know <laughs> noted always looking for some people to put pen to paper for wits up so ah, well I love I do enjoy it so yeah. I do a blog but not very regularly that's one of the things my manager has a go has a go at me about is that you need to write more yeah right so yeah I guess having a bit of an incentive to do it would be good yeah so I'm a hard task master task master (laughs) so I'll be on your case deadlines 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 deadlines. I've had a deadline since I graduated so (laughs) wait what'd you graduate in uh sport and exercise science okay yeah the cliche yeah um there are a lot of you I wanted to do medicine but at the time, I was running quite a lot, and they convinced me that I would not be able to balance running and medicine. So um, I went for sports science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed the course, and I'm really glad that I've now got that degree. And yeah. Um, I've, you know, I've always, always got that, I guess. Um, but it's probably a good thing I didn't do medicine because then I probably would never have got into triathlon. Yeah. So, yeah, medicine's intense. Yeah. It's pretty full on. Yeah, I've got a few, few few friends that do medicine and one of them actually she ran at the olympics uh oh. chase for ireland and oh. she's a she's a doctor so she's just incredible wow so, yeah yeah she's sort of my inspiration yeah right the amount that she fits into a day is just insane, insane. yeah yeah right yeah. And i mean she's actually saving people's lives i'm just trying to fit three sports into a day <laughs> And saving your own life. Saving, yeah, <laughs> just looking after my own life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are you still friends with, um, I was going to say normal people. Normal people. <laughs> um, <laughs> I struggle to socialize with normal people. <laughs> no, I do, I do. Um, I'm really fortunate that my school friends at home um, all keep in touch and they're all super supportive of what I do and we've got a yeah. WhatsApp group so I speak to them oh, every cool. day oh uh, okay so and like when I go home it's as if I've never left and you just sort that's of slot cool. straight back in and yeah yeah so I'm really lucky with that and my uni friends the same yeah um I guess when we were at uni sport is what brought us together yeah um either either through our course or through the athletics club um but 
they've all moved on a lot of them now you know they yeah. they maybe recreationally partake in sport but they've all got proper jobs and getting yeah. married and having kids and yeah so it's still keeping in touch with all all of them as well so yeah I can still function just about in normal society <laughs> <laughs> maybe all those people just make exceptions for me I'm not sure yeah but. right do they can they appreciate the level that you're at yeah I'm really really fortunate that most of them most of them really do yeah um especially my uni friends who have been involved in sport yeah um they kind of they really get it because they've been involved you know at uh sort of domestic or in you know domestic international level and yeah uh, some of them international a lot of my uni friends competed at the games and uh, oh, what have okay. you but the ones that haven't yeah they're, they're really good and, and my friends at home are so supportive they travel yeah. whenever there's a WTS race in the UK they travel they bring their uh their crate of strongbow which is like a cider oh and, yeah we, yep and pizzas and I think That's they've got cool. watching triathlon right that I was having this conversation <laughs> today yeah that that's what we need to make triathlon. It needs to be more entertaining yeah. where people, you know, like the um, the, the cricket or the so, uh, football, yeah. or, you know, yeah. when people are having a drink. Having and a drink just... and a pie or a pizza. Yeah. And, yeah, so they really they really got behind it and embraced it that way. I love that. So it's probably just their way of getting through the two hours. But... <laughs> the good thing with your racing is um, it's in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. socially acceptable then. 6.15 exactly. a.m. Not so much. Yeah, this then you start to worry. Yeah. But <laughs> no, they're oh, great. Fine. And and you know, a lot of them actually follow the sport now, so they know the names of yeah. uh, a lot of the athletes and um when the boys are racing, they'll be like they they pick up their favourite bum of the day and that kind of stuff. <laughs> so are we allowed to say that on this? I'm not sure. We totally can. Objectifying men. Yeah. But don't ever objectify women. It's yeah. wrong. <laughs> So, okay, so let's go back to when you were growing up. Um, At at what point did you, and I know that we don't really talk about triathlon too much in this podcast, but I want to know at what point did you go, this this is what I want in my career? Um, Well, I I didn't start triathlon until I was 19, uh, which I guess is pretty late. Um, And the first few years of that were spent studying and sort of doing it, I want to say half-heartedly, but... I wasn't really sure what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and um, if, you know, that's what my future career would be. Uh, but I did, I was born into um, sort of an elite sporting environment. My mother was one of the British gymnastics coaches. Um, wow. So, yeah. Every evening growing up, 4 p.m. till 9 p.m., I was in gymnastics gym. And yeah. I was probably just, playing most of the time while she was coaching to have oh, my right. barbies under the beam and mum would say to them if you fall off you land on my daughter so make sure you stay on the beam <gasps> <laughs> kind of thing so I love that but I grew up surrounded by girls that were performing at a very high level elite level sport yeah um so it was just normal for me that was yeah a normal environment to be in and, and normal to have aspirations to um you know compete at a high level uh, I think it was when I was nine, um, I asked my mum if I'd go to the Olympics as a gymnast. Um, yeah. And she was like, you know what? Probably not, love. <laughs> oh, God. Because I wasn't very good, <laughs> which is probably a bit harsh. I was probably I sat in the bath and I asked her. Um, but Did at least she she's say honest. I sat in the bath? I was sat in the bath, yeah, <laughs> having a bath. And mum was probably on the side helping or whatever mums do when you're having a bath at the age of nine <laughs> washing your hair for you and um 
she said no. So I said, well, I'm gonna have to find something else to go to the Olympics in then. Wow. Uh, and then the next week I asked if she'd take me to the swimming club. Yeah. So I went down to the, she said, yeah, sure. Went down to the swimming club and started swimming then. Um, so I've always sort of had that ambition, I guess, to, to go at that age, you don't quite understand what that means yeah, or yeah. what that entails. You just yeah. think, yeah, I go, go to swimming club and I'll go to the Olympics. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, turns out it took me about three or four sports before <laughs> I got to the Olympics in. <laughs> But, you know, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Perseverance I, and all that. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. What, what's the Olympic motto? Further, faster, stronger or something like that? Yeah. 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 I went so, further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about faster or stronger. But. <laughs> um, yeah. So then started running at high school because my mum was my PE teacher. Oh, right. Um, and needed someone to make up the numbers for the cross-country team. So I think just being a swimming kid, I was relatively fit and... Yeah. Um, sort of enjoyed it I think I won the first race which always helps okay um, yeah when you're when you're 13 and you got the taste of gold yeah yeah <laughs> won the 800 meter cross-country race or whatever it was um and yeah just sort of went from there and my running went really well and um was really hoping as a teenager that I'd make it as a runner um but then I think I got to about 16 and grew five inches in a year and your whole body's just all over the place. Yeah, right. Didn't know how to run anymore and was getting loads of injuries. Oh, um, no. So kind of went off to university and was still doing a bit of running, but kept getting injured. So that's when I started triathlon, um, just to keep fit mainly. And I'd always said, nah, I'll never do triathlon. I just want to yeah. be a runner. Uh, and sort of slowly got sucked over to the dark side. It happens, and, doesn't it? Yeah. I did Once my first, first Olympic distance and I finished. I was like, I am never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to my mum, we need to buy my weight in dairy milk on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> what, chocolate flavoured? Chocolate, yeah, yeah, cho- yeah, chocolate. We need to buy my weight in chocolate on the way home. Yeah. Um, because I thought it was just the hardest thing ever. Wow. Going from being a 1500 meter runner to, to racing two, yeah. over two hours. I was probably about two and a half hours on that first race. Goodness knows what I was doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was tough. But then I came back for more and I think that must have been, gosh, that must have been 2009. So by yeah, 2013, right. I won world champ. So it was a pretty fast learning curve. Yeah. A steep learning curve. Yeah. Um, Jodie Swallow won the race that day on my first ever Olympic distance. No I, way. I was probably about 10 minutes behind. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, I was still in the money because I finished top 10. And all the girls at the end were discussing what they were going to spend the money on. Like, oh, I need to get some new race wheels. Or we've got this training camp coming up. And I remember being like, I really just want to go shopping and get some new clothes. <laughs> if I wasn't sure if that was allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that okay oh yeah let's keep that to myself but yeah (laughs) how funny yeah you just wasted a lot of time on the wrong sports yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it took me a long time um to 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 get to triathlon and i think i just had to make a decision it must have been 2011 as to whether i was gonna i graduated in 2010 worked for a year and then i had to decide whether i was gonna take triathlon seriously or enter into the world of work and be a responsible adult yeah so that didn't sound like fun at all <laughs> um and my then coach my first ever triathlon coach steve lemley who was jody stimpson's first ever triathlon coach oh yeah well. yeah uh he uh got married and moved to malaysia so yeah. um there was no longer a coach for me in birmingham where i'd been studying uh and he suggested that i get in touch uh with malcolm brown and 
and Jack Maitland up in Leeds, uh, I went up and fortunately they said, we can make space for you and oh wow, um, got a spot up there and kind of just bit the bullet and went for it. And, yeah, right. Um, fortunately, it worked out. You know, I did spend the first two years bleary-eyed, not really know what was going on because the training was a shock to the system. Yeah, being right. Being pushed up hills by <laughs> Alistair and Johnny and force-fed uh, <laughs> sweets and cakes at cafe stops because I couldn't feed myself. I was so... Uh, Wow. So, yeah, don't ride with the boys. They ride really hard. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was just a massive learning curve. And um, I can definitely, you know, have to thank everybody at Leeds for, for really taking me under the wing and, and showing me what it's all about because um, I think I definitely needed my eyes opening. And, uh, yeah, right. Taught, they taught me quickly. <laughs> wow. So, so you're one of these rare ITU athletes who has actually worked before getting in. So a lot of ITU athletes I, I find yeah. have come through the system, you know, through the junior development and et cetera, et yeah, cetera. Yeah. But you're, you're one of the rare ones. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got my degree and then, um, I spent the year working. I would work twice a week at a bike shop. Yeah. Um, absolutely loved it. At Brotherton Cycles in Birmingham. It was the best. Um, I oh, love it. Three o'clock, uh, snack time. I'd go down to the shop, get a snacks. We'd, um, have fun with the bikes and it's just brilliant. I learned loads about bikes when I was there as well. So he taught me all the mechanics and stuff, which is really good when you can, when you're traveling and Absolutely. you can sort of look after your own bike a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then the other three days a week I was working at the university, um, on the scholarship department. So, uh, looking after all our sports scholars, uh, mentoring some of them and through sort of how to manage student athlete lifestyle and, um, yeah, doing sort of the ed- some of the editorial stuff for them, for their scholarship stuff. So I loved that as well. Yeah, right. Um, uh, filled my time for that first year and tried to fit in triathlon training around yeah. it. I remember I used to ride to the bike shop on a Monday and Friday and ride back. And it's probably about a 30-minute ride there and a 30-minute ride back. And I was like, big training day. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. In my high vis. Wow. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> flashing backpack. Brilliant. <laughs> Please tell me you had like long trousers on and then you tucked your, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. I was so cool. <laughs> and now look at your fashionista now. Well, you know, look at me now. Ro- rocking and rolling. I'm in shorts. I'm not in, in uh, trousers that need to be clipped in yeah. and Killing not in it. my biz. So. Just winning at life right I now. Yeah. <laughs> I had a haircut about six months ago, so. <laughs> Sweet. So you're due at some time, you know, mid 2018 for your yes, haircut. Yeah. 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 Good Good times. (laughs) Okay, so let's go back even further, right? Before before I was born? Before you were born, what were you thinking? What did you want to be? Um. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, um, and I know this is is a question that a lot of people ask in interviews and stuff, but I think it's quite fascinating um, what you remember what you wanted to be when you were a kid. So before you had too many different social influences and stuff, um, I, I remember I wanted to be a vet when I was younger yeah. purely because I loved animals. And then I kind of realized that there would be days when I'd have to put down animals or, or whatever. And yeah. Arm of the cow's bum, it, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah and I was like, awful. oh no, is there a job where I can just cuddle animals <laughs> and I'm in? <laughs> Otherwise I'm out. I'm definitely out then. Yeah. And it's seven years of study. Oh, definitely. Which yeah. Cause a lot. yeah, vets, it's, it's more than doctors because there's more animals different they're very versatile (laughs) animal kingdom very versatile (laughs) and they don't talk to you so they can't say i have a headache yeah yeah it sounds hard 
Yes, exactly. So yeah, you moved on from that. I moved on. <laughs> um, so not about me. What, do you remember that time when you were like, yeah, I want to be an astronaut? That's how you talked when you were five. That's definitely how I talked yeah. when I was five. Um, what did I did? I really wanted to be an interior designer because I don't know if you had that show over here, Changing Rooms. Yes, I've never watched. Okay, so it's like... Hang on, yeah, talk me through it. It's like a show where you have two teams and they both want a room in their houses done, so they swap over and do each other's room with a professional interior designer. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. And And there's rules and stuff, right? Like, you've got to... They've got, like, a 24-hour period to do it, and they've only got a certain amount of money and... MDF everywhere. Yeah, um, right. That's the, like the cheap plywood. <laughs> yeah, the cheap plywood, plywood stuff. stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was the nineties, so everybody was happy. Um, <laughs> so that's what inspired so that's you. What inspired me? <laughs> I wanted to be an interior designer, and then realised I was really uncreative. So it's probably best I steered away from that. Uh, <laughs> Just brown MDF everywhere. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. We're going for minimalism. This is before minimalism was yeah. cool. I led the trend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I remember wanting to be, which is so different from anything I'm doing now. I yeah, guess. absolutely. But... So you're not a creative person. Um, I think my family are all super creative. Really? Um, so it makes me seem really uncreative <laughs> in comparison. Like my auntie every Christmas like will have made us all Christmas presents like wine oh. glasses she made us one year and what do you mean I know made I, wine glasses she, I just, she, she i think she got them made and then the actual glass made and then she like painted them all really nice and oh kind of okay stuff, rather than blowing the glass i was gonna say glass. She, yeah that'd be that'd be impressive yeah um talk to me when she can blow glass <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll come back to you when she's mastered that one um and my mum like uh is super at like uh sewing so makes everything really yeah um, wow. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I'm so undomesticated. I think I'm a disappointment to my mum, actually. Like, she comes at the house and she's like, do you, do you even iron your bedding? I'm like, no. Who, Who irons, irons bedding? Exactly. Mumsy, come on now. Mum, irons bedding. Yeah. Everything. So wow. in comparison, yeah, I'm a, a, Domestic dance. Yeah, domestic dance, yeah. (laughs) And then that comes including creative stuff as well. My brother's really good at drawing and... um, What kind of drawing? He just does, like, cartoons and stuff. But as a kid, he was really really good at that kind of stuff. And, yeah, not me. Yeah, right. He's not been to the Olympics, though. No. (laughs) No, I've always got that. (laughs) Hold on to it. (laughs) Have you only got one brother? Just one brother, yeah. He actually plays international lacrosse. So he captained Wales at World Champs a couple of years ago and, um, yeah, has loads of fun with that. But I think he's 33 now, so he's decided that he needs to settle down and get married next year and be more responsible so <laughs> right. so is he engaged or he's is engaged just, right okay yeah yeah sorry I didn't, I didn't ruin that surprise for, for his girlfriend um. <laughs> or he's not like just like gotta get married next year yeah need to find, find a woman <laughs> <laughs> no they've been together for years so okay yeah they get married next year which is cool oh, about nice. two or three weeks before the grand final in the gold coast oh. so i'll be flying straight out from from the wedding to to the gold coast oh so you're so. gonna have to behave yourself yeah at the probably wedding. yeah what yeah. was he thinking with that I know, schedule? So selfish. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
And uh, you obviously get along with his fiance. Yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. Really, really good. She spends all the holidays with us, all the Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Christmases and stuff. So yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah. And then hopefully they can have babies so I can be an auntie. No cool auntie's awesome. Yeah, I want to be cool auntie. It's the best job. Because you turn up every so often with cool presents from everywhere you've been traveling. Yep. Have them for the day, give them loads of sugar, give them back. Totally. And they sugar. love you. <laughs> How could they not? Presents and sugar. <laughs> Absolutely. Parents hate you, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, I think I even get to a point at the end of the day and I'm still just firing kids up. <laughs> and it gets to the point I'm like, is, is this when I need to handball them back to someone to calm, calm them calm down? Calm down again, like, yeah. 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 Your job is done. Yeah. It was done an hour ago. Thank you very much. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. I love the cool auntie role. It's the best. Have you got nieces and nephews? Or? I've got, uh, hang on, five nieces, nephews, wow. uh, who I don't see very often. So two brothers, because uh, they're all in Tassie, but my close mates have all got kids. So I call them my nieces and nephews yeah, yeah. as well, because I spend yeah. heaps of time with them and yeah. they call me Auntie Steph. And, Brilliant. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's good fun. I'm actually heading to Bustleton for the Ironman. Oh uh, yeah, in, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah. And last year, my best mate's eldest daughter did her first triathlon there. Oh wow! And it was just the coolest. The coolest thing. Oh yeah. man, it was so much fun. Yeah. You know, I've Watching. seen lots of Iron Kids and stuff, yeah. but when you know the actual oh, kids, yeah, unreal. That's so cool. And then um, Sarah Piampiano, who won the year before, mm-hmm. a pro triathlete, she ran with Sienna oh, wow. the entire run and so the crowd were going crazy, crazy. and she's like yeah all for me <laughs> yeah I got the and she had my wits up hat on backwards my cool sunnies oh Amazing. yeah yeah it was just it was so cool yeah. so this year um or ne- she's next doing week, the full iron man she's yeah. <laughs> We've been training really hard. I've been putting a a coaching program together. Um, Her sister's doing it this year as well because she was gutted that she couldn't play last year. Yeah, but she's she's stepping out this year. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah, it'll be fun. My cousin's got a little girl. She, I say she's a baby. She's probably about 15 months now. And for her first birthday, I bought her first bike. So I was like, you have to. I have to be the one that gets her the first bike. She can't she can't fit on it. It doesn't matter. She's gonna have to grow into it, but I wanted to get in there before anybody else. So I've done the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Uh, Apparently she goes into the cupboard every so often and looks at it and they're like, Not yet, Annie. You're not ready. (laughs) We'll just like hold you. Yeah, hold you on it. Oh, that's so cute. Um, so you're obviously quite close to your family. You said that you spend, you know, Christmas and you try to get together all the time. Yeah. Um I imagine it's quite hard when you're away for extended periods of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, the beauty of WhatsApp and messaging is brilliant. <laughs> We've got a family WhatsApp group, so I always know what's going on. Um, pictures every day and yeah. uh, everyone's chatting. So that's really nice. It helps you feel like you're you're part of it. But I do love going at home at Christmas and, and spending it with, with everyone. We're we sort of really get together as a family and yeah. uh, and and celebrate things, but it is hard when you're away and you know that they're having family dinners and yeah and stuff. But they're so supportive of what I do, and that yeah. that that helps as well. And they're all really understanding of it. So um, 
If it wasn't for the fact they had an Aussie boyfriend, I'd definitely be moving to Swansea uh, when I retired back to where they all where they all are. But um, Swansea's in, in Wales, yeah, in yeah, South yep. Wales, yeah, yep. the real South Wales, the real Swansea. Because I know there's one around here somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's yeah. also one in Tasmania. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, there so is yeah. actually. Yeah, I always yeah. see it on the weather report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Swansea is looking really good today. <laughs> I know it's not like that at home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I could definitely move home if, you know, if it wasn't, you know, I haven't really talked to Aaron about it, but uh, I'm not sure he'd want to be wanting to give up this weather for. <laughs> it's pretty nice outside. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's actually really hot. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, your poor pale skin. Hey, I from- thought I had a tan. <laughs> Wait, would we call that a tan or sunburn? Well, I, compared to what I normally am. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say tan. Yeah. You hang on to that. I will hang on to that. <laughs> How does Christmas Day roll out for you and your family? Um, we get up in the morning and we go down the beach because we live five minutes from the beach. Are there beaches in Wales? There are. Right. We're fairly coastal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being Just, in British Isles. Just strike me as yeah, a, I know, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we get in the sea with, we meet up with loads of my dad's friends who live around the area and their families and you get in the seat, but in your swimming costume, you're not allowed to wear a wetsuit. <gasps> so it's a, well, I'd say outdoor temperature is probably around eight degrees, oh. and in in water temperature is probably around eight degrees. Yeah, right. It's pretty cold. Yeah. So it's more of a dip than a swim. Okay. Uh, and then so you're, not, you're not putting goggles and a swim nah, cap on. Nah, yeah, you okay. just running. I've been in a woolly hat before when it was snowing that day. I was like. I'm going to have to wear a woolly hat. Oh, you're supposed man. to get your head under, yeah. get back out, and then we go... What a cool tradition. Yeah, really, really stuff. cool. Yeah. Um, then one of my dad's friends lives on the beach, so we go to their house and have hot mulled wine and tea and coffee and Love Welsh it. cakes and, yeah, mince pies. and Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And then back up to the house and we have presents and a big family dinner and... Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. And play games. I always bring a game... Probably to everybody else's annoyance. But like I, a board game? Yeah. Ah. Um, it's generally like, uh, I like sort of word games, so like articulate. And <gasps> I love it so much. Same. But I <laughs> probably annoy everybody else in the family. Yeah. They're probably like, oh God, another one. <laughs> our husbands won't, uh, I say our, my, a good friend of mine, Beck and I, we, yeah. we always want to be on each other's team. Yeah, because you're so good at it. destroy everyone. <laughs> and they're really bad. And they're all like, oh, these two again. Yeah. And it's, it just, it reminds me a little bit of like Monica from Friends. Yeah. Just that, just so intense. But you, something like Articulate, you yeah. just, you need someone who knows how you think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In order you for it to work. You can't play with just anybody. No. Yeah. We yeah. often have a um, a Leeds Christmas party with all the girls and um, we play Articulate and Lucy Hall um, one of the ITU girls, we match her up with Laura Waitman, who's a British 1500 meter runner. Yeah. Because they do not think anything alike. <laughs> and it is so <laughs> hilarious every year watching them battle with each other. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it is. It's brilliant. So we also play that game with, uh, with the girls at Leeds as well. It's a great game. It is a good game. Not yeah. that I'm promoted to say anything about it, but... <laughs> New sponsor. Yeah, yeah. That'd be so Articulate. much fun. Articulate. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, I wonder who makes it, like Mattel or... Yeah, one of them. Yeah. yeah. Get on anyway. to that. <laughs> we'll beat that out so they don't get any free advertising. Don't want that. 
<laughs> Where are we? Okay, so you then you play games, and then is it just hanging out with family for the rest yeah. of the day, just eating yourself stupid? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. sitting around watching movies because we're in the UK, we can't go outside really yeah. like you can here. We might go yeah. for I'll probably go for a run at some point. Okay, uh, just to make room for more food. Good. Um, yeah. But other than that, yeah, just chilling out and uh, yeah. in the warmth around the fire, uh, and now. That Aaron comes over, so he generally leaves Australia on Christmas night. Yeah. So and then lands into the UK on Boxing Day. So Boxing Day, we travel up and pick him up from the airport, bring him home, and then on the twenty seventh we have Christmas Day all over again. So good. So that Aaron can have a British Christmas. So, so good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's brilliant. So Christmas dinner around two. Yeah, and you've got a day in between so to, you can to recover. recover. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We have Christmas breakfast as well, which is like ham, eggs. Yeah. Um, all the sort of nice food that you don't have all the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah. Black pudding. This thing. Ugh. Do you not like black pudding? That's quite oh, British, I think. Isn't God, it? it's so British. It's we have disgusting. this thing called lava bread as well, which is seaweed. Oh, that's it's so good. So good. But Aaron hates it. He's like, I can't buy into that tradition, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm on Team Aaron on that one. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Black it's, pudding. It's, yeah, you don't like black pudding? No, I've never tried it. I never want to try it. I never will. It's so high in iron, though. I don't Think care. Think iron gains. I'll take a tablet. <laughs> I'll take 17 tablets. I, there's no way you get me eating that. That's a shame. So, yeah. <laughs> you seem so disappointed. I'd be more disappointed if you wouldn't try lava bread because it's like a local delicacy in Swansea. Do you know, I would... Well, I don't like seafood. <laughs> Not that it's yeah. fish or anything, but it's that... Salty, fishy, salty. Fishy. Yeah, it is, it's definitely carrying that beachy taste. It, carrying the <laughs> beachy taste. <laughs> really selling it here. Aren't yeah, it? yeah, it's totally. <laughs> but see, I won't even have sushi, even if it's oh, like chicken right. okay, sushi, because oh, really? of the seaweed on oh, the outside. Okay, so you probably won't like it no. then. So sorry, I'm just. You're not invited for Christmas yep, then. Apparently. So. <laughs> I'll come and drink the mulled wine. You can I'll... come and have mulled wine and Bailey's and. Bailey's. Yeah, we have Bailey's in as the well. morning. Uh, it's probably about 11, so that's not morning, is it, anymore? <laughs> not on Christmas Day. <laughs> no, so not yeah, on Christmas no, Day. Not morning drinking at all. <laughs> the problem with Baileys is, so like if you have Baileys, if you're out at a bar or on a plane, I might sometimes have Baileys because yeah. it makes you feel cozy yeah. and sleepy. It's one shot. It's not it, enough. No way, near <laughs> enough. So I'll let you in on a little secret. <laughs> at uni, I used to pre-drink on Baileys. Yeah. What do you mean pre-drink? So, you know, like, you have a few drinks before you go out to the, oh, okay. to the club. Yeah, yeah. So I was, a good stu- I was a good student. I embraced it. You're also a good dancer just based on yeah, the moves that you just showed me then. I out here. Um, I used to pre-drink on Bailey's. Bad idea. Yeah, n- yeah, not one I'd opt for. <laughs> it's not good for the waistline. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a regrettable story from uni dance? Dancing, nice. yes, many, probably. Like I said, I was a very good student. I was sort of before I found triathlon whilst I was discovering triathlon. Yeah, you were in transition. I was in transition for a long time. (laughs) Balancing. I love it. Oh, man. Um, Welsh cakes. Welsh cakes. My granny's Welsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm invited back to Christmas now. Yeah, you're back in. in the bloodlines. You're back in. Um, Now that's the one with like sultan. No, is it sultan raisins? Yeah, yeah. Whatever whatever you want to call them. And there is it like it's a bit of a shortcake type. Yeah, of? like some some people have described it as like a flat scone. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, they are the best. So I actually made 
loads for Aaron's Christmas family party last year. Aww. And they went down quite well, so I have to do them again. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, th- I was make, trying to make them in his parents' caravan as well, so limited sort of stove options for, for, for cooking them. But yeah, got right. there, made a bit of a mess in the caravan. It's probably never recovered, but... Totally worth it. It was worth it. Everyone loved them. Yeah, so. right. I'm still in with the family. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep feeding them cake, sugar, and yeah. um, butter. Basically, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, it wins yeah. everybody over, doesn't it? D- so. Absolutely. Well, my husband. So, Gran made us some Welsh cakes, yeah. but Brett talked about them once. I think he said, "Oh, they're really nice." Not and now, <laughs> all the time, like freezers full, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I think it was his way of sucking up to my Gran because yeah. she's hard. Hardcore yeah. Welsh. Oh, yeah. Good oh, yeah. Good on yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's very happy. She approved when yeah. you get married. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, oh, yeah, you can't. You, he's allowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's allowed in. You're having right. a giant Welsh cake as a wedding cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, can you imagine how many calories would be in that? Far oh, out. It would be brilliant. <laughs> it would be really heavy as yeah, well. dense. Yeah, very <laughs> dense. Yeah. Um, yeah, my grandmas are the best. I can't make them like grandma. Yeah, no, but no one can. can. Yeah, they just, they just know how. Yeah, they do. Mm. So my favorite, because she used to make slices and stuff all the time. Yeah, never makes me my favorite anymore. It's all about Brett. Was caramel slice made the greatest the caramel slice? I love caramel. Anything caramel. Is it me too? Yeah, it's like salted caramel. Oh, oh. it's the best. Oh. <laughs> I actually your heart just skipped a beat. Oh, it did. <laughs> I actually went for a coffee next door, and it's within a chocolate shop. Yeah, and they've got really good chocolate caramels in there. Really, I had to have a few with my coffee. I, I had to. I had to. I just couldn't. It would. It just. I just could not. Not have one. Yeah. Okay. So it's just impossible. I might give that a crack tomorrow. Yeah, what would. was the coffee like though? Coffee was alright actually. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Hot. Uh, it was really hot. I couldn't hold the cup. So he didn't give me a sleeve, like a protective yeah. sleeve. I was like. Dude, Starbucks would never do this because we could sue them for it. <laughs> that is also an episode <laughs> of Seinfeld. Where you probably don't watch Seinfeld because you're too young. Yep, I I need to stop talking about Seinfeld on these podcasts <laughs> because you're younger than me or don't have the same sense of humour, and no one knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> carry on. Um, where can we go from there? You asked me a question. Now you prepared some questions. Does, yeah, I did. oh, you do. <laughs> I was going to ask you, does your grandma live in Australia or is she still in Wales? No, she's in Tassie. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So yeah, you're all emigrated yeah. over. Yeah. I, I don't even know what, when, when. I hope she's in Swansea at least. <gasps> no. <sighs> Sorry. That's Disappointing. Yeah. She's up in, but she's in Launceston. So, oh, you would have been to Devonport? Would you no, have I've raced, raced there? there? No, I've not raced in Devonport. Have no. you ever been to Tasmania? Nope. You've just seen it on weather maps. I've just seen it on the weather because it's below New South Wales, which is where we reside. Yeah. Sort of below New South Wales. Well, yes, it's below any other Everywhere. part of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. You're an island, but like, yeah. Um, so, so she. The reason I know about the Welsh flag, which has got the dragon on it. Yeah, yeah. Really hard to draw when you're at primary school. Yes. Nightmare. <laughs> Probably, the, if not the hardest one to the draw. Hardest, the hardest flag to draw. I mean, Spain yeah. have got some sort of crest on theirs, but you could just get away with the three stripes. Yeah. You could, if we can't not have the dragon, it'd just be green and white. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a country that's green and white, so it wouldn't be us. So. Ireland, are they green? No, they've, they've got, got orange. orange. Yeah, it's some sort of African country. Yeah, okay. Ask Vicky. She is all-knowing with this kind of thing. The flag woman. Yeah, just yeah. general stuff. Geography knowledge. Yeah. 
Yeah, she does know, I think, I got this wrong once and she got really annoyed with me because I told people that she knew every capital city in the world. But I think <laughs> she knows... That's a lot of capital yeah, cities. Yeah, I think she knows every American state and their capital. Oh, that's impressive. But that's impressive, yeah. She actually, I did quiz her about Australia, mm-hmm. all the states and territories, and she ruled them off. Yeah. And I then I said, it. well, I'm learning what the difference is between the UK and Great Britain. And I was like, right, UK is London. And she's like... Why no. would you start with London? I was like, ah, I mean England. <laughs> Damn it. Um, anyway, so my grand, you know how people name their houses? Like, yeah. Whatever. It, instead of, oh, no, she did name it. And it was called Symru or something. I don't know what that means. Okay. It's a Welsh Was it a Welsh word? word. Yeah. C-Y-M-R-E-U or something like that. C-Y-M-R-U? Maybe. That's Cymru, which is Wales. Oh, that's what it would have been then. The Welsh word for Wales, yeah. There you go. Cymru. Cymru. Yeah. C-Y-M-R-U. Cymru. Does it, that doesn't even spell Cymru. <laughs> we have our own alphabet. That's, well, yes. So, yep. uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I just, I can still just picture those Picture the letters. words. Yeah, yeah. Just never knew how to say. Yeah, a lot of people would be like, Simri? Yeah. Or Simru? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get that a lot. <laughs> and she had a plaque with the red dragon, dragon on. on it. Yeah. And uh, whenever she moved house, that would go, go with, with her. her. Yeah. The first thing my parents bought when I bought my own house in Leeds was um, a plaque for the front of the house with a Welsh dragon on. No way. <laughs> and the number of the house, yeah. So they're, they're like a a real thing. Like you just take them with you when you... Yeah, just, yep. just take it with you. Yeah. How got, funny. Got to have them. My whole house is adorned with things from home, from Wales. My mother is not letting me forget that I'm Welsh. Wow. Not that I ever would, but yeah. you know she's she's making sure. Yeah. But uh, I felt a bit sorry for Aaron because the whole house is Wales. Um. So we got him two pictures of <laughs> Newcastle to make up for it. I was going to say like a picture of a kangaroo and a yeah, koala yeah, or something. No, no, no. no. <laughs> two pictures of his hometown. Yeah. Because I just felt bad that he was being bombarded with Welsh cushions and Welsh pictures oh, and Welsh wow. door things and so. Welsh what the plaque outside the door oh okay yeah yeah aforementioned yeah yeah so yeah he's got a bit of bit of australia in home as well now yeah (laughs) oh man you gotta gotta be a proud country yeah definitely and welsh people are incredibly proud yeah 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 it's quite passionate and that's why it's so cool like commonwealth games next year get to be wales yeah only ever get to compete for wales in triathlon at the commonwealth games that's so, cool. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Has yeah. that team be picked? Um, I think it's been put forward to um, been put forward to the Commonwealth Board. So we don't know until January if we've been selected or not. Oh, okay. So is that quite late? Like the Australian team's been announced? Yeah, I think it's to do with um, they select all the sports at the same time because they can only uh, take an infinite amount of athletes across all sports. So, yeah. Um, they announce everyone at the same time. Okay. The team as a whole. I, uh, as my understanding so yeah, okay yeah i'll find out in january but fingers crossed yeah um because it would be really cool to to race on the gold coast for wales yeah so, um yeah would you would your family come out do you reckon yeah my parents would come out yeah 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 they'd come out and uh and my cousin actually lives on the gold coast yeah so uh she lives in burley so it's easy for her she'll be oh, able to come and watch yeah magic yeah oh that's super so. cool and you guys are the very first Metal event, event. That's so cool, isn't it? It's super cool. As opposed to Rio, where we were pretty much the last Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep. this hasn't worked out well. <laughs> no, not so That's much. That's not fair on us. Yeah. But yeah, no, it'd be really cool to be the first event, and then we can kind of enjoy the games a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know 
uh, Team Wales is quite sort of because it's such a small team. Yeah, everyone goes out and supports everyone everywhere. everywhere. So that's yeah, cool. it'd be cool to get involved with that and yeah, and meet people from all the different sports. To be honest, you know, you know a lot of them anyway, just because it's such a small country and yeah, um, you sort of meet everyone along the way. But yeah, it'd be fun. Awesome. Yeah. What's your favourite thing about Australia apart from Aaron and the weather? And the coffee shops. And, and the coffee shops. Um, that's a really hard question. What's my favourite thing about Australia? Um, I do like, I know this is really cliche, but I do like a kangaroo. I mean, <laughs> they are pretty cool. They are cool like, creatures. I've only seen one from about a 20 metre distance. Oh, so you've not patted one yet? Not patted one, <gasps> no. Like, it was in the wild, so I wasn't sure if it was unacceptable to go yeah. up and pat a wild kangaroo. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I'm going to go no. As Maybe don't. don't do, yeah, I yeah. mean, they can be quite vicious, can't they? Yeah, if and you, strong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Did they, you see that video of the yes. kangaroo that attacked the dog? Yes. So that was wow. in my head as well. And I was yeah. thinking, he's probably going to beat me if he tries. Yeah, okay. So, um, but yeah, they, they are pretty cool animals. You probably yeah. take them for granted, but. Yeah, I, yeah, we would. But yeah, we do. Yeah. Take also, do you know, I really love your giant 50 cent coins. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> they have so many sides. <laughs> so many sides <laughs> I don't even know what that shape's called <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know how many sides there are on it a there lot. are a lot yeah and they're so big they are big <laughs> yeah but I always get confused because your one dollars are smaller than no your two dollars are smaller than your one dollar and that gets me confused every it, time. Yeah, and fair enough it does not yeah. make any sense yeah. at Ooh. all whose idea was that <laughs> uh, I think they were drunk when yeah, they were at the mint probably yeah yeah <laughs> And you also don't have one cent coins, do you? We used to have one cent and two cent coins yeah. and they got don't... phased out. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good copper. Were they L- copper in Love color? a bit of copper? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were brown. Yeah, yeah I think I was, they were copper. Yeah, we used to have two, twos and one, ones and twos. Yeah, what do you do with them other than they just, you just tip collect. jars? Yeah, you put them in a jar and then at the yeah. end of the year, you're like, I've probably saved up a lot of money here and you get about £2.20. Yeah. That's brilliant. Like, I'm going to use this money to buy Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Everyone's getting Welsh cakes now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they're lucky. Actually, that was something that Gran used to do. She would hide a penny, I think, in the Christmas pudding. pudding. Yeah. Is that, that a thing over here? I don't you believe so. It. Yeah. So you're supposed to bake, uh, I think, a penny or a 20 pence piece or something into your Christmas pudding. Yeah. Uh, and then whoever gets it on the Christmas day is supposed to have luck for the year or something. Yeah. And right. a broken tooth. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth the payment to the dentist just to have luck, luck for the year. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, we need to wind this up now. Ah, oh. I know it's. But we could keep talking. We unless... could, but people are probably getting bored. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't think anyone would get bored talking to the likes of you. Ah, oh, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> That's all I've got for you. <laughs> Well, you're equally as entertaining, so... I was fishing for that. Yeah. It took I thought, a little while. I thought there so, was, but... Yeah, there was a pause. I don't believe... <laughs> like, it feels a little bit forced. A little bit. But take it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now now you're being forceful. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining me at last minute. You didn't get to prepare anything, which is how I like it. Um, but I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>